scrum as it said here this time. Again, a good scrum by the scrum box. Argentina scrumming inwards as Argentina uh, holds on to Issa as uh, they break off down the back of the scrum. But it's there for Argentina. Lavanini, a little short ball off to Matera, but it's been dropped off. Adam Jantis gets that wide to Damien Villain. It's a Lionel Mapu. He's got Brian Abana outside him. Abana cuts in field as he was uh, taken. Uh, I think he lost the ball forward in the tackle as well. And uh, Argentina have the ball. They were thinking of a quick line out. Brian Abana. Lionel Mapu get the, got the ball to him, but uh, they're not quite the pace of before. Even uh, Coach Alistair Katsi admitted he's lost a yard or two of pace. I don't think even if he was uh, Brian Abana of 2007, he would have got away from that cover defence. It was pretty wrapped up as the Mexican wave continues to go around. Argentina have a line out, centre field. 13 all the score, 61 minutes gone. We're into the final quarter now. As uh, the Pumas captain. Augustine Phoebe goes to the front of the line-out. To Herrera, a little tap to Cabelli. He tries to run through the centre of the line-out. Warren Whiteley stops in there, but Argentina, another clever variation on the line-out. Ball is there for Herrera. Picks up for Argentina. Peter Steph to Tui brings him down. Cabelli wants it. The inside Springbok half. Five metres inside South African territory. Little pick-and-go again by Issa, the eighth man. He's a strong ball carrier. He's had a great game. Trying to get out of there, but it's a penalty advantage to Argentina. One of the Springboks was tapped at the bottom. He couldn't get out. And uh, Jakob Kriel is the man who's given away the penalty. And this is very kickable. I'm sure Nicolas Sanchez will have a shot at goal here. It's directly in front. It might be 45 metres out, but he showed earlier he's got no problem with that. Jakob Kriel got himself into a bad body position. As he made a double tackle with Topo Mahoje. Oh, Topo Mahoje has had a superb game today. I don't know how fit he is, he's probably feeling it now going into the final quarter. He hasn't played a ton of rugby this year. <coughs> Sanchez teased this up. Big moment in the game, yeah. Can he break the deadlock? 13 all currently. Sanchez has this kick from 45 metres directly in front. Comes forward a little step to the left and four steps forward. Such an easy strike. And, uh, well, it's a way to the left. Nicolas Sanchez has missed his first kick of the afternoon. And you can see he was watching it anxiously. So the score remains 13 all, and there's going to be some substitutions. Hooker replacement, Augustine Creevy coming off. And he's going to be replaced by uh, Julian Montoya. Well, Montoya coming on to the captain. He's making his 50th appearance today. Creevy. Zanis Uti Montoya is a good player as well. As a young person takes the 22 top out, goes nice and deep. Tukele takes it just outside his 22 infield to Hernandez, who will launch an up and under. Waiting underneath it is Kirsten, takes it comfortably, steps away from one tackle, spots a half gap, trying to get away, Kirsten up to the uh, halfway line, puffed it back, looking for runners, gets it out of half, a terrible pass post, past Eben Elizabeth and Ruan Kornbrink, and it goes out into touch harmlessly. And Argentina get away with another one. So Montoya will have his first feed at the lineup. And Leguizamon is also out of the action. And he's replaced by uh, Ortego Desio. Leguizamon has tackled himself to a standstill as well. So, short line out called by Argentina. Where are they going to go? To the back. No Springbok challenge there. It's tapped down off the top to Cabelli, to Sanchez. Uh, in centre field. Issa again running hard onto the ball now in the hands of Ortega Desio the new man infield from central Orlando 
to the... And it's a penalty advantage to Argentina. Herrera has a... Stephen Kipsoff tackles him. He tries to throw a pass out the back. Evan Estevez intercepts, but they're going to come back for the uh, penalty on the 10-meter line for hands in the ruck by South Africa. I'm not sure who that was. Was it Peter Steftetoy? We'll go have a look. I think Peter Steftetoy has been the man penalized. And again, it's kickable, but Sanchez is going to go for goal. 13 all. The score, 65 minutes nearly gone. 15 minutes or so to go. It was Peter Steff who made the tackle. And then uh, hands in the loose. So Sanchez is lining this one up. He just missed one a couple of minutes ago. You get the feeling he's not going to miss two in a row. He's a very good goal kicker. And, uh, well, Nicolas Sanchez. Can he put Argentina ahead again? It's a good strike. He's watching it anxiously again. And this time it's over, though. No problem for Sanchez. So. In the 66th minute, Argentina back into the lead. The first points for them in the second half. And Nicolas Sanchez takes the lead out to 16 points to 13 for Argentina. Final 15 minutes. It's going to go to the wire. I predicted it earlier. I'm going to pat myself on the back. It wasn't a tough one to predict that it would go to the wire. As the Springbok uh, ball chasers from the restart are all in front of the kicker. But uh, it wasn't spotted by the referee, fortunately. It was uh, taken in by Montero, and he's... Uh, Heavily tackled, but Kubeli uh, waits at scrum off. Sanchez back, just about five minutes from his own goal line. Kicks left-footed. Not a scuffy sort of kick, but he gets quite a lot of distance on it. Person will field on the halfway line. He's like running it into contact, but runs into some heavy contact, but makes the ball available. Argentina getting their feet in there, which is uh, perfectly legal if you get your feet around the corner and disrupt the ball. Ebenet Smith carries up to the 10-meter line. And uh, slow ball for South Africa. Again, puffed attack to Stephen Kutzoff now. He's the ball carrier. Ball is there. From the clack. Back to Jantjes. Juggles the ball a little bit. A little flat ball. Nice angle from Lionel Mapu. But the midfield of Argentina was up to it. Hernandez and Orlando. Now Jantjes launches an up and under. And there's no real chases for this ball. So a bit of a wasted kick. Kukolo makes a bit of a mess of it. Knocks it backwards. Finally gets it away to Sanchez now. And they've got an overlap. And it's Manuel Montero. He's got about a 50-meter run to the line. here. Vanessa desperately trying to stop him. Great work by Etzebeth. The big lock forward flying back to make a tackle. But Kubeli has a short ball running onto it. Is Orlando. Kubeli. Now they've got an overlap. If Argentina can go. Lavanini to the new man Montoya. He's uh, brought to ground. Kubeli going. Gerson stops him. Springbok defense scrambling desperately. Argentina pick it up this time to Ch- through Chaparro. They drive it up inside the Springbok 22 centre field. Kubeli once. <coughs> Back to Sanchez. Little stab kick over the top. And there's two men chasing it. And it's going to be a try. Brilliant try. And I think it's Santiago Cordero who's gone in. And Argentina just a little stab over the top from Nicolas Sanchez. Running onto it. And Santiago Cordero was the man who scores. And Argentina are in front and well in front now. They lead by 21 points to 13. And uh, South Africa have got 10 minutes to somehow pull this one out of the fire. Well, 13, 12 minutes to pull it out of the fire. Yeah, but Elizabeth made such a great tracking back tackle on Manuel Montero. But uh, all these efforts came to nothing with a, a clever bit of play by Sanchez as the defenders rushed up on him just a stab kick through and two Argentinians Tukele and Cordero were chasing the ball the ball bounced for Tukele and well the Springboks now are in some serious trouble at 21-13 down 
They need to score twice to win this match. And truth be told, they haven't really looked like scoring once in this first half. So Sanchez, can he add the extra two points? Crucial two points. We'll take it out to a ten-point ball game. Comes forward, the Springboks having a little conflag behind the uprights, and the flags go up, so Sanchez makes no mistake with that. Second try, and uh, Argentina lead 23-13. Five from six by Santiago Cordero. Uh, excuse me, from Nicolas Sanchez. Santiago Cordero, of course, the try scorer for Argentina. So, what can the Springboks do from the restart here? Francisco is high, hanging down centre field. It's uh, Hernandez who will take it. Tukele, in fact, takes it. He slips as the Springboks pile through. Jaco Field was all over him, but uh, he somehow keeps it available. And the ball is out, so Fafta Clack reading play really well. Getting all over the back of Thomas Kubeli and does well. Fafta Clack, little terrier, saw the ball was out. And he gets some pats on the back, but that uh, Springboks need to score now. 69 minutes run. They've got a scrum inside Argentina's 22. Well, this is a moment in the game. The Bucks have to score twice to win this game. And the sooner the better. They get some points on the board, really. And a penalty and a converted try won't do it. That will just be enough to tie it. So they're going to need to score two tries, you think. Well, come on, come on. Referee wants a scrum to pack down the Springboks. Not exactly rushing yet. So considering uh, they are trailing well, what a year it's been for South Africa lost to Argentina for the first time lost to Japan at the World Cup then lost to Ireland for the first time in South Africa are they going to lose to Argentina again it's really desperate times in South African rugby in terms of the Springboks performances we were all chuckling at Australia a little bit earlier losing their fifth game in a row but South African rugby is struggling a bit too as the scrum goes down, tough to clack feeds now. What can the Springboks do? Warren Whiteley holds. Looks like the clack's going to go blind. Is he? Springboks getting the scrum. The clack wants it. He does go blind. Inside ball, Johan Kursen on the angle, and that was just too easy. Inside, Johan Kursen has scored. And the Springboks strike back straight away, and you can see that move coming from a mile away. I don't know why the Argentinians didn't see it. 71 minutes gone, South Africa keep themselves interested in this game. 23 18. Well, it was a training ground move, and Argentina just, well, the gates opened up for them, but Alfred Jones just needs to rush with this uh, penalty, with this conversion, rather. Well, Buster Clack went flying off the back of a good scrum, and he cut in on the angle. Well, it was just a clear run to the line, you know, and good work, and he's first test try for South Africa. And Buster Clack did everything well. Oh, and he was taken out, too, off the ball. And that might be a yellow card. The time has been stopped. And the referee wants to have a look at that again. He was just looking at the replay. Was, and when you see what happens to Puff the Crack, he didn't stay down and make a meal of it, but he's been tip tackled as he made that pass and landed on his head. And this could be, well, if it's Montero again, he's going to be in big trouble. Uh, he just lifts the crack and flicks him over. That's definitely a yellow card, possibly even a red card. I think it's Hernandez, possibly. Well, that is dangerous. But the crack, luckily he didn't land on his head. He did a complete cartwheel and his momentum was such that he actually avoided landing on his head. It was Nicolas Sanchez.
Well, just checking if it was intentional. Yeah, so Glenn, yes. I think it's just an unlucky circumstance. He's trying to tackle and he's ended up jumping into it and slipping. Can you tell me anything different from that? Well, we're just listening so in. So you're telling me that he, uh, he's jumped as the tackles were made? Yeah, and he ended up in, uh, well, another team yeah, hasn't tried to lift him. So he's just tried to make a tackle. Three years he hasn't tried to lift him. So well, how's that different to someone slipping? And yeah, taking someone out in the air. So the try will stand, but I don't understand. Brian Abana slipped and took someone out unintentionally as well. He didn't intend to lift him or knock someone over. And maybe Nicholas Sanchez didn't intend to tip uh, Pop the clack onto his head, but uh, he did. And so uh, there's no consistency there. As Chanchis adds the extra two points. 71 minutes gone, it's 23-20 to Argentina. And Chanchis lands his fourth of six shots at goal today. So, play will restart now. We're going to have a tense final eight and a half minutes here. As Hernandez goes high and hanging. Evan Smith waits under it and takes it well. And tries to accelerate and run away, but the uh, Argentinian defense swamps him. Puff to clack, launches an up and under for Peter Steff to toy. And Juan de Jong is on the field to chase. It's been knocked backwards by Argentina. Ruan Pompin kicks ahead. Peter Steff is chasing. This is inside Argentina's territory. Bit of a wild pass flung out by Argentina. And that's a knock on by Argentina's tackle and a penalty right in front for the Springboks. They've got to take the three points here just to tie the game up, surely. As a uh, it was Hernandez trying to kick the ball away. He had his foot to ankle tapped and he lost the ball forward. And now Chanchis could level it up. It was 10 points different just two minutes ago. And now it could be all evened up as we go into the final eight minutes or so. Springboks just uh, producing some of that Ellis Park magic in the last few seconds here. Alfred Chanchis just teeing this one up. Argentina starting to uh, make a few mistakes here. Chanchi's not taking a lot of time over this kick. He's got to be careful. He doesn't want to make a mistake. He doesn't. Adds the points. 73 minutes gone now. And it's 23 all. Game locked up again. Chanchi's 5 from 7. And now, Argentinian is down in back playing. Not 100% sure who that is. It looks like Hernandez, who was the man who kicked. No, in fact, it's uh, fullback Joaquin Tukele. So, Creel takes this restart in. Bashes off one tackle, not held in the tackle, gets away from another. Takes it outside the 22, Pop the clack wants it. And a little short ball to Peter Steph to Toy. Lovely angled run by the Toy, does well. The clack's going to launch another up and under, and again, Combrink's going to chase. And Issa waiting under this one, and he doesn't make a mistake this time. And that's good work by Issa. Gets away, but doesn't get away from Mahoja, who makes a great tackle on the center spot. It's there for Kubeli. Back to Sanchez. To Hernandez to Sanchez, now out to Montero, cuts in off the wing on the halfway line, just inside the Springbok off the t- field, the ball is out and it's kicked into touch by Argentina, Springbok lineup, <coughs> five metres inside their own half, South Africa, six minutes to go, 23 all if you've just joined us on SAFM Sports Special, one of the Argentinian Montero has stayed down, he's got a blood nose, he's pointing fingers at Evan Etzebeth. Etzebeth just gives him a little disdain. Montero still giving him a death stare. They were over the call, so line out to the spring box. They haven't really got a rolling ball going at all today. Are they going to try to get another rolling ball going? 
One thing the Springboks side has shown, they're struggling a bit, but they do show some good character. Right back like they have, they have. Peter Steptitoy takes this line out. Penalty advantage, he was taken out in the air. Now, the Springboks do that kick, it's 55 metres. Jan Kursen probably would have the distance. And it's going to be Kursen coming forward. Would there not be better serve kicking to touch? They've still got five minutes. Kick to touch. Go for a rolling ball line out. Alvin Jones. Well, Jan Kursen's come up and says, I'll have a go. I'll have a pop. So, Kursen scored a try. Can he save the day? Jesse Peel and Juan de Jong are both on. Poor South Africa Peel has also sneaked onto the field for Lionel Mapu. So, Kirsten, can he be a hero? He's only got a short run-up, and this is from 55 metres in a straight line, but with the angle, it must be more like 60. And that's never going to have the distance. Nowhere near. And I don't know, he was about six metres short. Now Argentina, are they going to run it out? Well, South Africa blew an opportunity there, I think. Adrian Strauss listened to person instead of listening to his instincts as Argentina kicked deep downfield, and now it will be a line-out to the Springboks on the halfway line. So, another chance for South Africa. Four minutes and 20 seconds to go. 23 all. South Africa trail 23-13 with... Nine minutes to go, and now it's 23 all. They scored in the space of two minutes. They scored ten points. As Adrian Strauss goes to again, Peter Steptoe wins it. I don't know what Argentinian players are doing coming around the corner. It's a penalty to South Africa as they try to set the rolling wall. And they're still going forward. Other Springboks they still have a penalty advantage. Foster Pack wants it. Is the advantage going to be over? The referee hasn't called advantage over yet. Argentinian players knocking into each other. They're going to come back for the penalty. So now, this one's slightly closer. I don't think Kirsten's going to have a kick of goal. I think South Africa must kick down into the corner. This one's probably in Giants' range. It's five metres in from touch and about 45 metres out. But again, on the angle, that's over 50 metres. Collapsing the mall. Argentina's discipline letting them down yet again. Ruan Combring's coming across. Of course, he, he can kick these miles as well. But, well, what a time to be Ruan Combring. Well, I think that should be. They've still got four minutes, three and a half minutes. Combrick's going to kick it to the corner. Well, I hope he's not going to try to bite off too much here. Just get it into the corner. Don't worry about kicking it out on the corner flag. And that's a decent kick by Combrick. Well, that's why he came in. Specialist touch finder taking play five meters inside Argentina's 22. So, the Springboks have a chance now to put a bit of pressure on well, obviously well, obviously I say the percentage player has to go for the uh, rolling mall they first got to win the line out but they pulled a short line out so you get the feeling the rolling mall is not the player even Etzbeth and Peter Seftitoy but uh, I don't think the rolling mall is really uh, at play as Peter Seftitoy goes up wins it well uh, I try to set the rolling ball with a four-man rolling ball. That's a strange decision. The ball is there for now. Four puff to clap. Back to Juan de Jong, who's on the advantage line. He's bumped back in the tackle, but it's uh, there for Jakob Field. He'll have a little dive. And that's a good drive by the Springboks with the pile-in. Now, if they go to the left, they've got numbers. Here, Benetzebeth. Can he get it away? That's lovely work. Brian Havana gets it away to Warren Whiteley. He will score in the corner. Warren Whiteley has scored. 
and the Springboks again in Nelspreet might have pulled one out of the fire, 79th minute, and they lead 28-23. Great work, Warren Whiteley, the try scorer this time, but it was a team effort. And well, they were 10 points down just eight minutes ago, and now they lead by five points. They've scored 15 points in eight minutes. And well, my colleagues, I'm not writing a match report today, but I feel for them because when you've got to file 700 words on the final whistle and a game turns so dramatically on its head like this, it does make writing a match report quite tricky. Warren Whiteley in for the try, 28 23. The conversion's still important here. It's a tough conversion. He scored it in the corner. And we took over the 79 minutes. Chances, of course, is going to take his time, but he needs to really focus on this and get this kick over. Good work by Evan Etzebeth and Brian Abano who were involved in the build-up to that try. Whiteley still had a bit of work to do, but he got there. Is that a good game too, Warren Whiteley? Can help in chances. Do what he needs to do here and add the extra two points. That will take it out to seven points. 28-23 South Africa lead. Jantius comes forward now. Strikes it well. He's picking up the keys. Does that mean he likes it? He does. The flags go up. Alton Jantius has added the extra two. Well, he had a pretty poor spell midway through the game. He's bounced back pretty well though, Alton Jantius now. And so Argentina cannot win this game with four seconds left on the clock. They can at best draw it. Sanchez goes short from the restart. John Dion goes up, taps it well. Warren Whiteley will kick it to touch. Oh, he's sliced the kick of his boot. And he takes it. And he's now tackled into touch. Well, he recovered his own kick. And well, he went to kick it into touch, sliced it. He had to recover it and then was tackled into touch. Well, that was hot in the stuff. Warren Whiteley is uh, unbelievable. Well, what an end to the test match. Argentina, well, what an opportunity has gone a begging and South Africa up and running in the rugby championship but it's going to have to be a big step up with, our, with the All Blacks and next week as well in Salta against Argentina. So let's just run through the formalities for you. South Africa win 30-23. Tries from Ruan Combrink, Johan Kursen and Warren Whiteley. Those three tries converted by Alton Jantzis. He also kicked three penalties for a 15-point haul for Argentina. Matthias Orlando and Santiago Cordero scored tries. <coughs> Nicholas Sanchez converted both of them. Sanchez also kicked three penalties. South Africa win then by 30 points to 23. Back to you in the studio. SAFM Sports Special with John Carica. There's no sport too small. Craig Ray watching the rugby action for us. 30 points to 23 and Twitter's going mad. Either you are a very big Springbok fan or you're not a very big Springbok fan as it stands. Uh, Gassant Abade is the editor of the Argus says a bunch of winners hashtag Boca but Gary Spice says celebrating like you've just won the World Cup we really do celebrate mediocrity. Pathetic he says. Um, uh, Sasha Martinengo radio announcer says stunning hashtag Boca and Team Caster, uh, uh, Andres just changed his name, uses some expletives to say what a great try at the end. But it's uh, final score, 30 points to 23, final score there. You with SAFM Sports Special. SABC brings you the Rio 2016 Olympics, live on SABC TV channels and SABC radio stations. 
Let's wrap up what's been happening at the Olympic Games today. I know, Manfred, you're waiting uh, anticipatingly for just after 2 o'clock today, tomorrow morning. I am indeed. Obviously, that's the big race, Casa Semenya. 02.17, exactly. I was about to say kickoff, but that's when the next gun... Well, it's not kickoff, it's when the gun goes. <laughs> Casa Semenya in the women's 800 metres. And as I said before, uh, if she doesn't come back with a gold, there, yeah, something went wrong. Yeah. Um, that's just that's just a surefire bet. But it's been an interesting day for, for Team South Africa all round. Uh, Paula Retta at one stage was challenging for bronze medal. She's now finished in tie for 16th place. Uh, Ashley Simon finishing 50th overall, 12 over par. Uh, obviously, we had the triathlon just happening a, a while ago. Whew, what a race that was. Gwen Jorgensen, wow, an American, pulling away in that last, uh, in that last two and a half kilometer lap on, on the 10k run. She and, and Nicholas Spirik uh, were racing that 10k together. In the last lap, she just put the hammer down and off she went. 40 seconds she pulled out of her over the last two and a half kilometers. That was incredible racing. Fantastic effort by Mari Rabi. The run is not her strongest uh, area of of, uh, of the of the triathlon, and still finished in the under two hours, 159.13, one hour 59 minutes and 13 seconds. And 11th place overall. So really, really good effort by her. And of course, she's based down in Australia, and then trains uh, with, with a with a group of uh, international athletes, and that certainly made a big difference to her. Gillian uh, Saunders coming down, finishing down in 23rd, just over two hours, two hours, one minute and 29. Lost a bit on the swim and, and worked her way back in the cycle and, and the running leg. So that's what it's been like for, for uh, South Africans so far. Obviously, we've got football on the go. Honduras uh, leading Nigeria, or rather, other way around. Nigeria leading Honduras 1-0 in that bronze medal uh, playoff match for men. And the women's uh, mountain biking is becoming really, really interesting as... Uh, we entered the, into the last lap, and it's now Sweden's Jenny Rysvets who's taken over from Maya Vloskovska of Poland in the lead there. Um, at, la- at one stage, uh, the, the Swiss Linda Indergaard was leading, and they changed leads a, a, quite a few times. Catherine Pendrel from Canada also challenging, but it seems that on the last lap, it's now between uh, Jenny Rysvets and Maya Vloskovska. That should be quite a, a tough, uh, tough battle coming up. It's a tough course, John. Um, Five or six laps of 4.86 kilometers it is for that 30 kilometer loop. Really, really tough, uh, tough match, a uh, tough cycle route for there for them. But yeah, we're obviously looking forward to 0217, and straight <laughs> after that, uh, it's Elroy Galant in the men's 5000. I was going to say, that's, uh, what's he going to do in that 5000 race? <sighs> You know, before he left, I, I spent a day with him. I watched him in training and a long chat with him. And, and I've never seen Elroy Galant this confident ever. Mm. Um, for a long time, he's been labelled as, as Stephen Mokorka's pacemaker. When they when they when they race together, Mokorka always outkicks him. Um, nine times out of ten, uh, Stephen Mokorka will beat Elroy Galant um, over five thousand or ten thousand on the road, ten k's cross country, even cross country, uh, ten k's half marathon, even in cross country. He's just had. El, uh, Elroy Galant's number um, so we had a long chat and he said to, and I was, I was speaking to him and he said you know he's focused completely different on training he went and started to train on his own after the SA uh, track and field champs in, in April um, and he looked really really good I have mm. never seen him look that good and he said he's training for a 62 second last lap because he believes he can stick with the leaders up until the last lap and then he needs to put in a 62 second last lap and then he can get a medal sure. so he's gunning for a medal what I saw from him in the heats I'm a little bit concerned he didn't stick with the leaders then when they went he, he, hadn't, he had nothing left in the tank unless 
he was saying, okay, I'll get through uh, top five in the, there were two heats, two, top five automatically went through and then it was the five fastest times and he knew he was in that five fastest times. So unless he, he played it safe and said, I'm just going to relax a bit and, and let them go, I'm, I know I'm fine. So I don't know if, if he's in that, that uh, if, if, if he was just dead, but it was really, really hot or if he if that if that's what he was planning or playing but uh, we'll have to wait and see that's at uh, yeah 0220 i think it is when they when they when they uh, the gun goes off for the 5000 meters 0230 i beg your pardon straight after each other just about right pretty much yeah uh you doing live commentary then on two, on SAFM this, uh, tomorrow morning aren't you I'm doing live commentary on, on both stations at uh, 0217 for the women. So we'll, we'll start at 0215 um, and for the women's 800 meters. And then uh, the 5,000 meters, that's 12 and a half. Uh, well, that's 14 minutes. So I doubt we'll be doing live commentary on that. Right. I'd love to. I'd absolutely <laughs> love to. It should be really great. But I don't think the listeners will appreciate listening to me for, for almost 15 minutes. No, I was just trying to think about radio commentary for some Olympic Games, like synchronized swimming. You just can't do that, right? I mean, that's a visual sport. Look, and I'm sure they're really good. Look, I, I'm pretty convinced that there are a lot of people out there who do that. Um, you know, it, but I, I, I've never heard it. I've never listened to it. Actually, something I'm going to go and Google. You're going to have to go Google. Synchronized swimming. By the, yeah. by the way, Manfred, we've got two minutes to wrap it up. The two yes. sports at the Olympic yes. Games that are, have only one gender doing that sport. Oh. You've watched every one of them. Come on, Manfred. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, 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 swimming is one. Yes. Um, the other one is rhythmic hmm. gymnastics. Oh, okay. Yes, the one with the balls and the. Yes, of course. All those things. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. True. See, those are the only two that we could think of. There was uh, somebody suggested uh, boxing, which is wrong. There's women boxers now. Correct. Uh, don't understand why women boxers don't get a headgear or, or still wear headgear. Still don't understand that. Well, well didn't you that. speak to an MMA fighter last weekend about... Yeah, she about thinks it's a stupid thing as well. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say. Uh, so what are the other suggestions? Rhythmic gymnastics, synchronized swimming. Well done, Joseph in Polokwane. Somebody suggested dressage. No, men compete with women in Correct. dressage, which is great. Uh, weightlifting and boxing, said John Bean. Both of them are wrong. Great women weightlifting. I was watching women, 57 kilos, lifting 150 kilos above their head. These women are unbelievably strong, and their explosive power in, the, in those legs is, is frightening. Yeah. I'd love to see what the, some of these girls will do in the women's shot put, because it's, it's body strength and it's speed and explosiveness. That makes a good yeah. shot putter. All right. I'd we, love to see that. We've got to wrap it up. Manfred, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, like you heard, uh, full updates with Manfred throughout the day here on SAFM. And he'll be taking Caster's li- race live here on SAFM from just after 2 o'clock, as you heard. Thank you very much to Siobhan for producing the show. Finney pushed the buttons today. Cool chick put the whole show together. Her email address is sport at safm.co.za. My name's John Carricker. Join me on Twitter, BBJ Sports Guy. It's the news at 7.